ever changes, ever changes. You heard your children then. You hear your children now. You are the same God. You are the same God. You answer prayers back then. And you will answer now. You are the same God. You are the same God. You were providing then. You are Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord, church. Are we happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. We welcome our online congregation. Let's worship and magnify the name of Jesus this morning. Hallelujah.
God, that you'll anoint the man of God, Lord Jesus, in a special way, Lord God. Prepare our hearts that we will receive your word, God, in the name of Jesus. Breathe upon us, Lord God. Hasten the footsteps of those who are coming. Lord God, let life be changed and transformed in the presence, mighty God. For in your presence there are fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. We bless your name, and we thank you for what you have done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
worship him because of who he is this morning. If he's been good to you, can we just worship him this morning? Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We bless your name this morning. For all you have done, all you are doing, Jesus. We bless your name. You are holy, Jesus. You are righteous, Jesus. Magnificent, my God. Together, wonder for 
let's just continue to worship the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, he's worthy to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's praise the Lord, everybody. Let's just continue to worship the Lord this morning. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. 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 Praise God, Lord. You may be seated if you can. Amen. Amen. Praise I want to take this time out to greet everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. So glad to have everyone in the house of God to praise and to magnify the Lord with us. Truly, our God is great, and we're here to worship him this morning. Amen. Let's turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to see you this morning. Good to see you this morning. Amen. Turn to your other neighbor and say, it's good to see you this morning. Amen. Praise God. While it's cold on the outside, we are here on the inside and it's warm on the inside. And here we are to worship him this morning because he's worthy to praise. Amen. Our online congregation, we greet you all this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Just continue to worship the Lord with us. Truly, we are serving an awesome God, a great God, a mighty God who is worthy to be praised. And we want to praise him every time we have a chance to praise him. Don't let nothing stop us from praising God. You know, there's a lot of people today that have don't have the privilege that we do have. And amen, we want to make the best out of what we have and praise him while we can. In the good times and in the bad times. When things are going well, when things are not going so well, we need to praise him. Amen. Because it's only in our praises where he'll send us his blessing and his protection and his covering. Amen. So let's continue to praise our God this morning with all our hearts, with all our minds this morning because it's truly indeed worthy to be praised by the way of announcement don't forget we have uh, our beef and chicken patty on sale this morning after service so please feel free to continue to support our uh, endeavors for building fun amen amen support it in whatever ways you can praise god and um you know as i said in 9 a.m service this morning you know i had a privilege uh this weekend you know, being on two occasions, you know, one was the men's function we had over the, on Friday, which was a very, you know, we had a very good time in the Lord, you know, just fellowshipping and praising and eating and all that good stuff that comes with it. And then I also had a privilege of being on the, the ladies' uh, event that they had yesterday, Brother D. And, um, and as I was saying early, you know, um, this morning, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, you, you you know when to excuse yourself. Amen. I wasn't the latest thing, but you know when to excuse yourself. You know, you don't try to consume everything because it wasn't about me. It was about the ladies. You know, so I was there for the you know a short moment. You know, Amen. Praising God, God was moving, and man, we had such a great time. You know, both in the men's uh, fellowship and the ladies' uh, fellowship. So continue to worship the Lord whenever there is something going on in the district that you can be a part of if you're able to. Amen. You will definitely be blessed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to ask Minister Henry. He's going to come on up at this time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Get so accustomed to this that it is a part of my uniform. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I greet you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. It's good to be here. Amen. As as we all see, it's cold on the outside, but warm in here. Amen. It's offering time. And I'll just 
I'll just get to uh, a scripture quickly so we can just move on in our service. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Each one should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not out of regret or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. This morning when we give, give because we want to give this. You know, we want to give. Don't give because you feel you have to give. It will bring you no reward. Don't give because you feel like somebody is twisting your arm. <laughs> you know, just give because you are in love with God. Amen? Amen. I'm going to invite you to stand this morning. Let us pray. Oh, before we pray, let me just um, give you the directions to, uh, you know, how you can give online. www.myc. Cash app is at dollar sign CCC twenty seven eleven. And of course, we have our ushers here that you can do it the traditional way and just drop your envelope properly filled out. Drop your envelope here. Or you can see Brother Jordan over there and uh, give online. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, how blessed we are here. How wonderful it is for us here to be able to fellowship together. In unity. There are places now, Lord, where we could not do what we are doing. And we don't want to take this for granted. There are places that there are war going on. And we don't have, they there don't have the privilege to just pray openly and call upon your name. So, Lord Jesus, this morning we want to thank you for what you have done and what you continue to do in our lives. And I pray this morning that you would bless this offering, Lord. Bless those that have to give and those who don't have to give, make a way for them so they will be able to give in your kingdom, Lord. I pray your blessing upon each and every one of us that is before you this morning. In the name of Amen. Come forward with your tithes and offering, please.
Praise the Lord, everybody. I want to greet you once more in the name of Jesus Christ. To our online members, greetings. Good to have you. To all our members here, present, greetings. God bless you. We are looking for the um, one of the best part of our service. Amen. We await the preach word. And I have the privilege of um, introducing our minister. Homegrown. Minister Scarlett. <laughs> Come forward, Minister Scarlett. Amen. Praise God. And could we praise the Lord, everybody? Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. I'm going to invite you, if you could stand with us this morning. Uh, we want to go to the Lord in prayer this morning. We have a couple of requests that we want to pray for this morning. Amen. Um, don't forget to keep our pastor in our prayers away. So keep him in our prayer that Lord will continue to uh, cover him and keep him wherever, whatever he do. Amen. I want to pray for Minister Hasker this morning, Brother Asker. Amen. He's uh, going through some help, you know, issues, and we want to pray God's strength in his body. That whatever he's going through, God is the only one that sees and knows what he's going through. And we serve in a awesome God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which we actually think. We also want to keep uh, Michael Sharp, that's Brother Sharp's son, we've seen him around. He was taken to the ER, I think it was a couple of days ago. Um, um, he has, I think, uh, some. Uh, he's doing much better. Uh, report is he's doing much better. But we want to continue to keep him in our prayers. And I don't know if anyone else have any prayer requests. You can raise your hand. We'll pray. Amen. That the Lord will touch us this morning before we get into the words this morning. I want to uh, just pray. Albert Crooks. Okay, that. Um, so just keep all these names this morning in our prayers as we pray this morning that the Lord will have his way in their lives and it will heal him completely. Amen. Let's just pray together. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, one more time for being your present, Lord God, as we come in here you to magnify your name, O oh God. We trust in you. You are the God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above that which we ask or think, Lord God. This morning, as we come in your present this morning, O oh God, we pray, Lord God, for Bill Halbert this morning, O oh God, that, O oh God, that you'll touch his body from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Whatever is going on in his body, Lord God, you see and you know, Lord God, we ask you for a complete healing in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray for Michael Sharp, Lord God, that you will continue to touch his body, continue to heal him completely, and that it will be whole, Lord God. Touch him, O God, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet this morning, O God. And as we pray this morning for dear brother Haskell this morning, O God, we pray and ask you, Lord God, that you will touch his body completely, O God, that it will be whole, O God. Touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let your healing virtue move all through his body, Lord God, and that will be whole. Bless his whole soul this morning, his family and their child, O oh God. Keep them and guide them this morning. Oh God, we ask you to cover them, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll touch anyone in among us this morning who is not well in their body, Lord God, that you'll heal them, that you'll touch them. Oh God, whatever the needs are this morning, you will supply their needs this morning. We look to you, Lord 
worthy. We look to you, Lord God, because you're great. We look to you, Lord God, because you are the one that is and that is to come. We truly adore you. Lord God, we worship you and we magnify your name, O oh God. Father God, as we pray this morning, we pray and ask your will, Lord God, to be done. We ask you, Lord God, that you cover our pastor today. Oh God, keep him. Use him, oh God. I pray, Lord God, that wherever you go, whatever you do, Lord God, your hands will be upon him, oh God, and that it will come to remain in your will. Oh God, I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you'll best touch every person in the sanctuary this morning. Touch our online congregation this morning. Oh God, use us for your glory and help us, Lord God, not to forget where you brought us from because it is you that empower us. It is you that sustain us. It is you that gave us life and life more abundantly. And Father God, as we pray this morning, we ask your will to be done. Not our will, O oh God, but your will to be done. O oh God, we commit the service in your hand. We commit ourselves to you this morning and ask you to move among us like never before. Have your way this morning. We love you. O oh God, we praise you and we magnify your name as we give you all the glory. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this morning. Let's just praise him this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We adore you, Jesus. We adore you. We praise your name this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. By the way, I have one more announcement that I have. Don't forget this Friday. This, uh, the 18th, March 18th, and the uh, March uh, um, 19th, Saturday. So the um, the 18th, we have a training, uh, Holy Ghost Rally in Newark. That's in Irvington, um, in Newark. In fact, Newark, but Pastor Warren's uh, church. And um, <laughs> on Saturday, we have... Uh, a noon rally. So we're asking you, if anyone is in need of the Holy Ghost, anyone need the Holy Ghost, we ask you, we're inviting you all to be a part of these rally and these training. Amen. It's going to be an awesome time. So if you can make it this Saturday and Friday, please feel free to support uh, the event. Amen. I want to quickly turn to a verse of scripture before, um, in fact, um, I have a bunch of verses to read from uh, the scripture from my text this morning. But since you're standing, I just want to give you one verse and then have you seated from Matthew chapter 24, we have verse 1. I'll read verse 1 and then as you seated and I'll just go in my topic there and go into the rest of verses there. Matthew chapter 24, we're just going to read one verse there. And then um, you may be saved. Matthew 24, if you have it, you can look over the overhead if you don't. Amen. Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciple came to him to show him the building of the temple. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Let, let me uh, get to my uh, topic and then I'll just get right into my uh, remaining lesson this morning. The returning of Jesus is near. Um, there, there is no doubt in our mind the time that we're living in. And I, and I, I, you know, I stand there this morning, and, and you know, I stand with a heavy heart this morning. You know, because. You know, with what's going on in the, in our world and in our country today, 
that there is, if I should say, or rightly put it, there is no coincidence that what's happening in the world today or what the scripture is related, it's showing us the time that we're living in. Jesus instructed his disciples and how to prepare for the future and what they should expect to endure. When you're talking about somebody, you know, enduring or going, you're talking that about someone that is suffering, if you please, through pain in their body. And, and you, you may say to yourself, I don't know if that person can endure. You know, that, that person is suffering too long. But when you know who is your creator, when you know who is the one that, that sustain you and keep you, when things around you seem so hard and you just don't know where to look, not to the left nor to the right, the Bible said, when these things come to pass, you should look up. Our, our culture is fascinated with the end time series. And most of us back in the days used to watch those end time series. In fact, um, Team Leahy and uh, Jerry Jenkins demonstrate in a culture the Left Behind series. I don't know if most of you remember those uh, Left Behind series. He has a lot of books that he had wrote and uh, the movies that follow behind. I remember back in the days I used to watch a lot of those movies and um, you know that, that's something that I'm going to try to say if I can pull back out. You know because those things somewhat get you to be in a mindset to be ready and to be prepared. Um, it is with great joy that we as believers can look forward to the returning of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It, would, it is with a great biblical authority that we can profess things which things will get worse before they get better. Jesus tell us what the culture will look like before he returns. That there will be war, famines, earthquake, pestilence, persecution of the people. Us that there will be many false prophets, lawless bond, and the love of many grow cold. He also tell us that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world, in fact, in all nations. For Christian living in a pagan or godless generation, this passage of particular significance for us is give us a certain word that someday, and it could be soon, that the world as we know it will come to an end. Jesus will return with the Holy Ghost and the angel and will take his children home with him. The scripture we read in Matthew 24, no coincidence, 24 from verses 1 through 14. I'm going to get back into the, 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 the verses, of, uh, the scriptures this morning and the verses. Uh, the Bible led us to know. 
um, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciple came to him to show him the building of the temple. Verse 2 said, Jesus said unto them, See that all these things, verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he said on the Mount of Olive, the disciple came unto him privately and saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of the end of the world? For, for all of us that are born again Christian, and for all of us that know our Savior for ourselves, have our personal relationship, if you please, with our God. For, for those of us that apply ourselves to the words of God, to the preaching when it comes forth, these things are in preparation for the coming of Christ. The question is asked, what is the significance of Mount of Olives? The Mount of Olives, so named for the olive groove that once dotted its uh, slope in the East Jerusalem, a most permanent point towards over 800 meters above the sea level. So when you're on the Mount of Olives, you basically can oversee just about everything within your surrounding. I, I don't know if how many of you um, ever had the, the chance of getting on a, going on a cruise and... Um, you know, knowing that when that, 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 that boat is out in the ocean, the only thing that you can see around you, if you look to the left, to the right, in front of you, behind you, is water. Nothing else. In fact, if it's dark, so to speak, you look around and you'll go out there walking around on the boat. You're looking around, you will see the illumination of the light on the boat. And if there are other boats out in the ocean, you may see like a little dot, a little light here and there. You, you, you wonder sometimes that, my God is so powerful. When God made the heavens and the earth, and when he, 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 he created all these in, in fashion, the ocean, you know, and everything put together in one, you say, man. That alone, that if I wasn't a Christian and being out there on that boat, I said, man, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. Because, you know, you, 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 you're looking over, if you have a balcony or if you go out on the rail on the boat and you're looking over, and you know you're, you know, feet away from the ocean. Not, not to mention the depth of where that boat is in the ocean. You know, so you're saying, man, it's only... One person that could do this and make this happen, and that's God. This holy site is associated with Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, and has been used as a place of prayer and burial since the day of the first temple. 
Unfortunately, political enter into the tradition of man. And so we have tradition claiming uh, that when Jesus made, uh, when he was on the Mount of Olives and he had his 12 disciples. There were two disciples that I, I want to just basically mention. The one is going to be James. James was a brother of John. When he went to Spain, the Bible made it clear that he was the first of the twelve to be martyred. Killed for his faith in Jesus when he was put to sword in the early days of Christianity. So if you, if you, if you stand up you know, for what you believe, you're going to have people that's going to come out there and they're going to persecute you. They're going to kill you just for your, your, your own belief. Peter was also crucified upside down because uh, he, he felt unworthy to die the same manner, the same way that Jesus died. Uh, and and, and I, I mean, how many of us are willing to say, okay, we're going to stand for what we believe. We, we, we're going to take it out of this, Brother D. Uh, we, we're going to suffer with him. He died for us. He died so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Let me continue to read in uh, verse 4 of Matthew 24. Those were just side notes. Uh, you, know, they were, you know, they were there, but they were kind of side notes. Verse 4, Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. He said, For men, in verse 5, many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And they're going to deceive many. There are people out there in the world, take no stand for nothing. Don't know what they believe. So if I come and I look good and I'm saying the right words, I'm going to deceive you. And this is the kind of world and the kind of time that people are living. You know, they get tossed with all kind of wind and doctrine. In verse 6, he said, And he shall hear of wars and rumors of war, that he be not troubled. Pass, but the end is not yet. And if I want to add a little side note on that, when you're talking about wars and rumors of wars, See what's going on in the world today. It was put together. The time that it was put together. These things were foreseen and foretell that would come to pass today. Um, a lot of people just see it as as is. They don't take much of it. And just live the way they want to live. Let me continue to read. In verse 7 it said, For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. 
and there shall be famine. There shall be pestilence. Earthquake in diverse places. All these things enduring are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall, shall they deliver up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And it shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended. And shall be betrayed one and another and shall hate one and another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive not just some, many. But he that shall endure unto the end. We, we're going to go through things in life. But a lot of us don't want to endure. We just want it right there, right then, right now. Now is when we need it. It's not the hand. It's not the time for you to get it. You want what you get in now. You don't want to end, endure to the hand. Because only when you endure to the hand. That's the only way you're going to be saved. And in verse 14 he said, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. The end is coming, my friend. Jesus is on his way again. And if we're not prepared to meet him, if we're not prepared to turn ourselves around, the return of Jesus is near. Last week, Pastor was preaching uh, preserving, preserving in hope. Persevering in hope. I'm sorry. And, um, you know, as he was preaching, you know, I was listening and I was, uh, you know, jotting my little notes here and there. And while he was preaching about hope and he uh, preached that uh, when we have hope in Christ, we should never be ashamed. And it's scriptural. Because the Bible let us know in Romans chapter 1, verses 16, said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. He, he, he said, uh, um, when we have opened Christ, we should he will never leave us nor forsake us. Scripture, my friend. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 19, he said, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we have most men, most. I don't know if you know what it is to be miserable. I, I don't know if you've ever been around people that just been tormented. You know, it's like, you know, they're just miserable, as the scripture said. I've been around many. And there are people in our world that is today. I want to talk about uh, six, six cultural realm when Christ is getting ready to return. 
The first one is the political ramp. The second one is the natural ramp. The third one is the moral ramp. The fourth one is the spiritual ramp. The sixth one is the missions ramp. And the sixth one is the social ramp. Let me see if I can get into the first one. The first one, the political ramp, it talks about wars and rumors of wars. According to the United Nations official website, the number of war being waged around the world is growing. United Nations peacekeeper is facing an extraordinary challenge today. The number of operations is reaching a record level. Troops deploying in an upward spiral and the need for more civilian social is becoming acute. In early 2004, United Nations Security Council was facing the prospect of creating and expanding a peacekeeping operation on an presidential scale. And at that time, the UN Department of Peacekeeper Operation was managing 15 field operations, including 14 peacekeeper and one political mission. I, I don't know if, if we, we understand what's going on. You know, peacekeeper or the, the UN was, was designed to, to, to put in the world to, as I said, to, to make sure there is peace in our world today. So, therefore, if something is going on on the east side, they're there to come to uh, uh, um, a di- di- diplomatic you know, way to, to resolve their issues, if you please. If something's going on on the west side, uh, they're they, they able to have, you know, at the same time someone is in the east side, they have to find a core group to go on the west side. If something's going on on the north side, uh, the same thing. Something going on on the south side, you know, so, so they, they are pulling apart just trying to, to, to make peace. But we know peace only comes from God. Because the Bible says when you think it's peace and safety, it's a sudden destruction. So, you know, while they do that, the United Nations defines major war as a military conflict inflating a thousand battlefield death per year. That was then. This history was from 2004. In 1965, there were ten major wars on the way. At the end of 2003, there were 15 major wars underway, at least 20 lesser conflicts going on. The world is becoming more and more hostile. Contrary to all the dreams of enlightenment and to the empty promise of the secular educators, man is not getting better and better is become more efficient of killing one another. Instead of us getting better and said, oh, can we help someone to be peaceful? 
How can we help someone to know that there is a God that loved them? How can we help someone to know that, know that Jesus Christ died on Calvary's cross to save us from all our sin? Because we were born in sin. And the only way we can be saved from our sin is not making war. It's by making peace and knowing that Jesus Christ is our Prince of Peace. That was for the political realm. For the natural realm. Jesus said that in the days before he returned, there would be famine, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. We see and we know all these things that are going on in countries, you know, more so, you know, I mean, a lot of part of, you know, the past, you know, few years, there's so many earthquakes that's going on. Things just been disrupted. Um, and these are signs of his coming. And as I said, the return of Jesus is near. For the moral realm, he said it would be a day of lawlessness. A day when people reject any kind of authority. If you're talking about people rejecting authority, now is the time where people just don't want to hear from someone that is in leadership. I know better than what you're saying. You can't tell me something that I don't know. You are not my leader. Therefore, I don't need to respect your authority. You know, I, I came in last, I think it was last week, Brother Israel's outside. And, I, and I, I, he was there, and um, so I pull up, and uh, he was walking towards the vehicle. So I said, um, Brother Izzy, is it, is it okay for me to park here? I respect his authority. He's the one that is out there. And if I think I have the authority, and because I'm a leader, and he's not a leader, he is a leader in his own way. So if I'm going to respect Brother Izzy, and he's there, and he said, Brother Scarlett, you can't park there. I have to take it with all due respect. The man said, I can't park there. He responsible for that spot, or that area rather. And I'm not going to go out there and try to say, listen, I, I can park here, brother. I can do what I want to do. I respect his authority. When he gives me the okay that I can park there, I say, appreciate it, brother. Thank you. And we all have to do these things with, you know, with, with a respect and loving heart to each other. We don't want to tear down each other. You know, I came in and sister even was at the, the food taking temperature. And I came in and I went to the to take my temperature and I said, Oh oh, I'm below the required lever. She said, You can go ahead, brother, but I said, No, sister, I respect your authority. So I went back and he said, uh-uh, you're not ready yet, brother. <laughs> so I, I I wait when it's my when the time when, when when my temperature, if you please, get to the temperature it needs to be. So when I get back to where to take my temp again, she said, okay, you're good to go. You respect our authorities. You know, because to whom much is given, much is required. You know, we want others to respect us, but we don't want who you are. You know, we are all in this thing together. We're not here to tear down each other. We are here to serve the one loving God who died for us, who care for us. Brother Scarlett, don't touch the plant, you know. 
I, I can't say, Tom, there's something there. I got to pick it out. That, that, that's his ground. That's his territory. So I respect his authority. You know, so, so we, 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 all, we all play a drastic role to each other. We all need each other to survive in every way, in everything that we do. You see, in Christ Christ-centered church, you know, we, we're not here to distance each other. You know, a little distant, I, a little distant, you know, I kind of see you, but I don't see you. That's not what it's all about. The returning of Jesus is there. We can't get caught up with all these little trivial stuff. Because when we get caught up with all these things, it's going to have us, you know, take away from meeting our creator and our maker. Amen. If there was ever a day of lawlessness, I think I read that part. No, let me continue to read. It is today. It is interesting to know that Greek, the Greek word here translated lawlessness is only found 16 times in the New Testament. 12 of those 16 times, it's translated iniquity or iniquities. It is the strongest word in the New Testament to describe sin today. Amen. Jesus is saying that before he returned, People will be given over to sin. And as they were in the day of Noah, Noah <laughs> as many were when they provoked God to destroy the earth when the great flood, they will be, they will do what is evil and call it good. They will seek to eradicate all the elements of God's law from their life. There's a source, the, 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 uh, the, what's the word? The, the, uh, I'll get back to that word. Uh, uh, according to that word, you follow what I'm saying. You know, we, 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 we're going to make mistakes. We're going to be messing up on things. But we, we, we do it unto the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so the next one is a, a spiritual realm. There will be false prophets. Friends, a false prophet is one who teaches and teaches that which is contrary to the word of God. You don't have to look very hard to find one. Amen. This is what it will be like in the day before Jesus comes. The next one is the mission realm. The gospel shall be preached in the world, in the whole world, to all nations, then shall the end shall come. Never before in the history of the world have we had the capacity to preach the gospel to all nations like we are today. With modern technology, the travel being made easy, the language became less and less of a barrier. Thanks to computer, for the gospel can be now uh, preached around the world. The results from the mission field are astonishing. People are getting saved in places you are hardly believe. Muslims are having dream about Jesus and one seeking out Christianity coming to Christ. Churches in third world countries are spurring up in the record numbers. 
great population center like China, India, the two most populated countries on the earth, are experienced great movement of God's spirit in the time that we're living in. It's a whole mouthful right there. And some more. The final one is the, the social realm. It says, life goes on as usual. The emphasis here is not so much on how wicked the folks were in the days of Noah. Even though they were wicked enough to inquire God's destructive wrath. The emphasis here is on the fact that the people in Noah's days, in spite of being warned, carried on with business as usual. The mundane and ordinary things of our life so preoccupy them. And they ignore the preaching of Noah. They ignore the building of the heart. So little attention that they pay to Noah. That when the flood came, they were all caught totally off or by surprise. The message here is, uh, in spite of these warning signs, in spite, of, in spite of all these things, people will have ignored obvious, have opt for things fill up everyday life. Thus, they will not understand until after the return. The returning of Jesus is near. In Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13, Matthew 25, verses 1, it said, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to Very familiar story. Which took their lambs and went forth to meet the bridegroom. He said there were five that were wise and there were five of them that were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them. The wise took oil in their vessel with their lamp. You know, we, we, we learn a lesson from there. We got to prepare for the unprepared. We, we, got, we got to be ready for things that we're not expecting to happen. We need a oil. Brother Tom, we need oil. Verse 5, he said, And while the bridegroom tarried, all slumber and all slept. And it said, At midnight, there was a, behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamp. You know, I don't know if you know about trimming your lamp. I used to, back in the days, I didn't have electricity. So the little oil that I have in my lamp, I have to make sure I don't turn the wheat all the way up to burn out all the oil. So when you're talking about trimming your lamp, I know I can relate exactly to what he's saying. Because when you trim it, uh, I, I, I don't know about you. I turn it down just to have enough. 
just enough light to able to see where I'm going. Verse 8, he said, And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil for our lamps. Oh, God. So what he did there, they turned the lamp all the way up. They, they, I don't know if some of y'all can relate to it. There used to be a little knob on it where you can turn the weed up. And then the higher it goes, the more it burns. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the lower it is, the less light that comes out. So while they turn. They, their, light are, their light went out. Where am I? Verse 8. And the fool said unto them, to the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamp all gone out. But the wise answer and say, Oh, 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 not so. Lest there be not enough for us and you. But we are, uh, go ye rather to them that sell and to buy for yourself. You see, preparation is important in everything that we do. You know, for those of us who had the, the, the chance to be involved in uh, plays or whatever, being a part of a cast or whatever. And um, I remember we used to go through, you know, days, weeks, months of rehearsal, trying to go over your part, back and forth. In fact, I remember years ago when Joe was in uh, in in in, uh, in high school, he was involved in um, uh, musical uh, whatever you call it, musical. Um, so um, this was uh, is a performance that he was involved in. Um, so not only he, he was one of the stars, but he was also the of the basketball team. So he was playing two roles. So while they're going through rehearsal and he said that the guy that was supposed to play the main lead, you know, back out at the last minute and the teacher appointed him to be uh, to lead that role. So he goes through his practice. So while he's going through his practices uh, Brother D, um, we went to a show, High School Musical. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so while he's going to, went to the show. The same day he had a show, Brother D, the same day he has a basketball tryout in New York City. His tryout was, I think it was 3 p.m., if my memory was correct. The musical over at 1-ish, 1-15, 1-30-ish. So I have... Such a short time to get him to New York City. So after I finished everything, I said, grab what you have, whatever you don't have, look and get back to it. We get on the road, Brother D, and I'm driving, man, like a madman. I'm going, I'm moving, you know. And when I got in there, I said, okay, no problem. We got to the place. I said, jump out, get in there. He just merely just made it by seconds. He was able to get in. But but saying this to say that. You know, preparation in life. We, we do have to practice, prepare, get ourselves in tune. You know, Brother Tom can tell you, you know, if you don't keep this body in shape, it sees up on you. In, in fact, you don't even have to tell you. I can tell you for myself. Because some, sometimes I get down on my knees and it's not so easy to get up. 
So, so we, 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 we have to make sure we keep ourselves in tune. You know, we, we have to, you know, make sure if we don't keep ourselves in shape. Brother Tom will tell you, he used to get up and he would run, you know, for miles every morning. Because he keeps his body in shape. And there are things that we have to do to keep ourselves in line with God, to keep ourselves in shape with God. Verse 10, let me continue on there. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they were were ready. They that were ready went in in to the marriage, with the marriage, with him into the marriage. And the doors were shut. So therefore, saying this to say that, if you're ready, you're going to move right in. If you're not ready, the door is going to shut behind you. Don't care how close you are. If I didn't get in there close enough, that door would be shut behind. I'm sorry we're close. We, can't take nobody. we cannot admit nobody else in. Amen. Verse 7. It says, after, afterward came also... The other virgin said, Lord, Lord, open to us. Oh, we're here. We're this close. Open to us. But as he answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I know you not. He said, Watch therefore. Neither the day now the hour we're in the sun cometh. Church is coming back. We don't need to be complacent. We don't need to take things for granted. We're going to go through some stuff. What we have to make sure we're going to endure to the end. Listen, you, 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 you got to make it in your mind. That's for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. What is, what, what is more to you? It's for you to, to, to create great gain. I think it's uh, Solomon that said, Vanity of vanity. All is vanity and vexation of spirit. Die in God. We got to know that when the trumpet sound, we will be worthy to make heaven our home. We will be made worthy to make it in the rapture. What we have to endure. The Bible let us know in Revelation chapter 3, uh, verse 19 through 22, it said, uh, As many as loved him, I rebuke and chase justice. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. You see, we're going to do things in life where we're going to have to admit up to it. We're going to have to repent. We have to repent. Because it's only in our repentance that we'll get forgiveness. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. And I will stop with him and he with me. Don't close out Jesus. If Jesus is calling you, don't, don't, now is not the time for you to say, Lord, I got a few more minutes. I just got a few more things. I just want to try to accomplish. 
You are here because God make it possible for you to be here. Tomorrow is not promised. We are living on borrowed time, if you please. Verse 21. To him that overcome will I grant to sit with me in, the, in my throne. Even as I also overcome. I'm set down with my father in his throne. I want to be with him, my friend. Saints, I want to be with God. I am desolate to the end. For Jesus is with me. For on him I can depend. For I know I have salvation. And I can feel it in my soul. I am determined to hold on to the end. Verse 22. He that haven't here, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. If you have and hear, you've been here. Jesus is coming soon. What are you doing to prepare yourself for his return? Are you ready to meet him when the trumpet sound? Are you ready to go with him? The Bible let us know in Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18, very familiar scripture. It says, For, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. That he sorrow not, even as others with other people today that are walking around that have no hope. But we have this hope. We have a strong foundation. And we need to stand the solid foundation of Jesus Christ. That sand is surface where if the, if the wind blow or if the earthquake comes, it's going to shake you and shake you all or stand on the solid foundation of God. But we have this hope in him. For if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, even so them which are also are asleep in Jesus, shall God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that he which, which are alive and remain unto Remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that which are asleep. So don't worry. If the Lord should take you home tonight or today, don't worry about the ones that you left behind. If they are in the Lord, the Lord will take them with him. Where am I? Verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. With a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. If you die in Christ, you are going to rise first. You have that assurance. You have that hope that if Jesus takes you home today, you're going to be raising first. Amen. Verse 17. Them which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him. And... In the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another. The Bible let us know in John, things John 14 verses 1 through a couple other verses there. Let not your heart be troubled. 
said, you that believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. God has room prepared for every person. Everyone have their home place with God. You know Jesus Christ for yourself. He's going to prepare a place for you. That where he is, what an assurance. We may be also. He, he, he loves us so much. That he said, listen, we are brought you in this world, but I'm not going to leave you here in this world. Jesus is coming again. His return is near. We must do, we must be prepared for our master's return. And without, before we close out this afternoon, we want to give you an opportunity or for someone that is listening either via online or anyone in the house of God this morning, that if Jesus should die or return right now, are you in a place and ready for his return? No one knows what tomorrow will bring forth. I'm going to invite you if you could stand with us at this time. No one knows what tomorrow will bring. We see all the things that are happening in the Middle East right now, happening, the wars and the rumors of wars, nation rising against nation. And we need to pray for those people that are in arms way. You know, while, while um, you know, I, I was watching a service and um, one of the pastors was talking to one of the missionaries over there in Ukraine. And um, while I was listening to service, um, you know, he was relating to the pastor what was going on. He said there was a, a that was um, they couldn't find, but they, they got together and they pray, and at the end of the day, they hear that they were safe and secure. But but I'm saying, you know, God have a way to protect the ones that He love. We want to make sure that you know we are in a good place. You know, pray for them that are in arms way. You know, pray that God will continue to cover them and protect them and keep them. You know, we want God's hand to be in all of us as family. We are here together. God brought us here this morning. A word of God this morning. Harden not your heart. Make your calling and election sure. Prepare to meet your maker. He is coming back. And he's coming back for us. The people that are called by his name. He said to as many as look for him shall he appear. Are you ready to meet the Lord this morning? Lift your hands with us this morning if you can. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just worship the Lord this morning. Jesus, we thank you for this assurance, oh God. Lord God, knowing that we can rest secure in your arms this morning, oh God. Help us, Lord God, to be ready that when the trumpet sound, oh God, we will make it in the rapture. We will make heaven our home. Lord God, you said in your word you're going to prepare a place for us that where you are, we may be also. Help us to endure, Lord God. Help us to endure to the hand, oh God. We ask you to cover us, oh God, individually, collectively. Touch us as a family, Lord God. Those that are not here, Lord God, cover them and protect them, Lord God. Lord God, for the people that are in Ukraine this morning, those that are in Russia, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that the peace of God, oh God, will be upon them, Lord God. 
Oh God, cover your people this morning, oh God. Lord, there will be someone that make up in their mind to give their life to you, Lord God. Someone that make up in their mind to know you for themselves, Lord God. We love you, Jesus. We give you all the glory and all the honor this morning. We actually God, to have you way among us this morning. Let you be done this morning, oh God. Let your kingdom come, oh God. We worship you, Lord God. We give you glory. Father God, we give you all the honor, Lord God. Oh God, we need to be with you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just take a few seconds. Let's just worship the Lord this afternoon, this morning before we dismiss. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God. We adore you, Jesus. Lord God, we praise your name today. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's someone here this morning ready to give their life to the Lord, if you're ready to repent of your sin and get baptized in Jesus' name, either online or if you're in the house of God, we're going to invite you to come forward if you want to give your life to the Lord. If you're here in the house of God this morning and you're ready to repent of your sin, you're ready to get it right with the Lord, we're going to ask you to come forward this morning that we can pray with you. If you know you're living a life that is not pleasing unto the Lord this morning, we invite you to come along and we will pray with you. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Have your way this morning, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this morning. Let's just worship the Lord this morning. It's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. The return of Jesus is near. Amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We thank you for being here today. May the Lord continue to be with you. May His light continue to shine upon you and protect you and cover you in whatever you do. Oh, peace be with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.